0: Hey, thanks for checking out this message from
1: LifeGate Church. We hope that God uses this message to encourage you and to help you live in the freedom and purpose that Jesus has for your life. Good morning, church. So good to... Oh, yes, I'll need that. Thank you. Hi to everybody online, to you in the room. So good to have you here on Father's Day. Um... That was actually quite good to have that before, before because or asking questions and finding out stuff, because this morning I am looking at the power of curiosity and the power of asking questions. So that's what we're looking at this morning. And um, if you grew up in our family, if, if anybody wants to know why uh, Christy's great at asking questions isn't she great at asking questions if you've ever had a conversation with Christy that's something she's really good at and she learnt that probably from her dad and um, I certainly learnt a lot about asking questions from my husband Craig and um, we would often come away from a social interaction or engagement and the discussion in the car would be around how did the questions go like we would often kind of rate people by how well they asked questions because were they curious, were they interested? Because for those many of you know, our family were missionaries um, for 20-odd years, but we had 11 of those years in India. We used to come back regularly, and when we came back, we would go and visit people. We'd have coffee, and we'd have lunch, and we'd have dinner. And for the first few years that we used to do that, we'd get in the car and go... We didn't talk about India at all. They give us this much money every month (laughs) to be there, and they didn't ask us one question about what we do in India, or how life is, or how we were going. They asked nothing about us. And we we used to reflect, but we know all about them, everything that's happening with them, because we asked lots of questions and listened to the answers. But we often found people didn't ask us questions. We kind of worked out at one point when we we did talk to somebody about that and they're like, oh, you send us a newsletter, we know everything you're doing. (laughs) And you're like, do you? (laughs) Like, you just get what we want you to see. If you really want to know what's happening, you've got to ask some deeper questions. And so questions are very important things because you know all about you, but you don't know about lots of other things. Curiosity is how we learn, curiosity is how we make discoveries, curiosity is how the world, we get to change the world for a better place. So we're all about the curiosity and curiosity is based in questions. So, who are good role models for asking questions? That's, these are the questions that we're going to be looking at this morning. So who are good role models for asking questions? How does being curious stop us from being judgmental? Why is curiosity the key to good relationships? And how do questions help us grow spiritually? They're the four questions that we're going to be looking at this morning. Sorry. All right. I'm just trying to see how this is... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm being confused because the back screen is quite different to what you're actually seeing. So, they're the four questions. All right, so, who are good at asking questions? Yeah, it's already up there. I was supposed to. Sorry, we've got a whole new PowerPoint system. Sorry, people online. And it's especially to make it better for people online. I'm still getting used to it. (laughs) So, who are good at asking questions? Children. Who, yeah, why, how, what for, are we there yet? All those wonderful questions. And children are amazing. Apparently, children ask about four to 500 questions a day up until about age five, and then it starts to... No- when they go to school, it starts to nose down. And by the time we're adults, we're not asking anywhere near as many questions. And children are learning at a great rate of knots, and how do they learn? asking questions and I'll talk a little bit more about children and questions a little bit later on when I'm talking about relationships but and we're also going to look at how what an amazing question asker Jesus was so when you go to children Jesus says truly I tell you anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it and I think one of the things Jesus had in mind when he said, be like a child. Now, note, he said, be like a child, don't be childish. There's a difference from being to being childlike and a difference of being childish. Childish is immaturity. We want that to grow. We want to mature and grow up into an adult. But we don't want to lose that childlikeness. And what one of the major things about being childlike is asking questions. Being curious about the world and the people around you and the wonder of everything, and especially the wonder of God, we are to stay with that sense of curiosity, asking questions. So it's be childlike, but not childish. And Jesus, do you know, he asked 183 questions in the New Testament. They're the ones that are recorded. 183. That's a lot because that's not a lot of text, but if you think about Jesus asking questions, he asked all kinds of questions like, why do you call me good? What's in the law? How do you read it? What are you talking about as you walk along? He often answered questions with questions. Who was a neighbour to the man beaten by the roadside? Where are your accusers? Why do you break the rules? Sorry, now I can't see my PowerPoint at the back, people. Um, why do you break the actual law to ruthlessly keep the traditions and interpretations of your elders? Yes. Yes, I need to see that PowerPoint. Yes, thank you very much, because thats I don't have notes, as you can see. My PowerPoint is my notes, and I need to be able to see it. Excellent. All these questions. So Jesus... Yeah didn't necessarily have to ask questions because he probably knew what the answers were before he even asked the questions. So why did he ask questions? He asked questions to build relationship, to allow people to be vulnerable and real. He asked questions to challenge the status quo. He asked the Pharisees lots of questions to challenge their way of thinking and try to break down their rigid ways of looking at the law and the world. Jesus was curious about people and he showed that and there are countless times where Jesus says to people what do you want? What are you thinking? How do you see it? He wanted to know and have them enter into relationship with him and he did that through asking questions. And one of the things I'll say about questions and curiosity it is the quest for truth. And not facts necessarily because facts are about current reality facts can tell you one set of things but the truth that is God's truth is about what he wants your life to look like what he wants the world to look like truth is about a preferred future about trying to see how God would like things to be that is really what I think truth is all about is about seeing how the world and our lives and everything could be better if we just got God's way of doing it, God's picture on things, God's heart for things, God's attitude for things. Curiosity is the quest for truth. And that's why being curious prevents us from getting judgmental. So let's have a look at this famous passage about being judgmental from Matthew. "'Do not judge, or you too will be judged. "'For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, "'and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. "'Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye "'and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? "'How can you say to your brother, "'Let me take the speck out of your eye "'when all the time there's a plank in your own eye?' You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the... Their way is the best way. And they judge others based on all of their own criteria. And that's why Jesus says, don't judge or you'll be judged by your own standards. And often the time, the things that we can be very judgmental are about are stuff that we struggle with too, and we're, you know, that's the plank. And we're trying to change a small thing when actually it's a huge thing in our own life. But judgmentalism is all about being closed and seeing the world from a very small perspective. Whereas right after, in Matthew there are these verses. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And then it goes on to talk about how if you ask God for things, he's a wonderful dad, which is good, and he's going to give you good things, not bad things, if you ask for them. And this is the opposite of judgmental. This is open, curious. It's looking forth. I'm asking, I'm seeking, I'm knocking, I am try- I want to see what's behind that door. I want to see that new thing. I, I'm asking questions. I'm seeking because I'm truly curious and wanting to know, especially in my relationship with God, in all those things. So being that curious, question-asking person stops us from staying stuck in our own judgmental bubble. And that leads me just to make the point too that when I'm talking about asking questions and being curious, our motive in that is actually important. So our motive is loving God, loving people. We're not asking questions to catch people out or to find fault or to, you know get some gossip about them. We ask questions because we genuinely want to know about people and we want to find out about their story and we want to encourage them. And, yeah, we, the motivation for our questions is important and it's because we want to love people. God asks us questions because he loves us. And that's why curiosity is the key to developing good relationships so we can look at a few different areas where I think asking questions and being curious are really important it's really important to ask for yourself are you curious about yourself do you ask yourself questions why do I think that why do I do that what's happening Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling something. What's that feeling? I don't know about you, but I'm not really good at identifying feelings, and so I sometimes have to sit for a while with God and go, What's going on? I don't quite understand that, and it'll take me a while to work it out. But you have to ask yourself questions to do that stuff. You, it's good to reflect and sit with God and say, What's going on? And choosing to ask yourself questions, because the only way you can change is if you see yourself full. Where you're, who you really are and where you're at so that you can then move on from there. Your spouse. Are you still curious about your spouse? Even if you've lived with them for what was Dave saying, 21 years he's up to in marriage? Do you know everything about your spouse even after all that time? Have you, do you know that your husband or wife has changed since you first married them? and they're not the same person anymore, and you're not the same person anymore, and you need to keep up to date with that. How do you do that? Through asking questions and being curious and finding out and spending time with one another and checking that out. That's the same with children. And Dave, it was great, Dave, talking about having those date times, those times with his kids to check those things out. And... I didn't actually put parents in here because I kind of like children and parents, it goes both ways. So, children, you need to spend time with your parents and ask them questions because they actually know more than you most of the time, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, there's lots you can learn from hanging out with your parents. Parents, when you're sick of those questions, when, when a child asked you the same question for the 50th time, say to them, I think you might know the answer to that question what do you think the answer is? And use Jesus' technique of using a question to answer a question. Um, Yeah, and also it's really affirming for a child when they go, oh, actually, I do know an answer. I know the answer to that. That's something I actually have learnt. And, yeah, so use questions to your advantage, especially with children. Um, At work, do you ask... What Do you know the people that you work with? Do you know what's going on in their lives? When somebody comes in grumpy after the weekend and is whatever, do you just get annoyed that they're grumpy with you or do you try and find out what's going on for them so that you can understand why they're being particularly mean today? Workplaces work better when you have good relationships and the only way to have good relationships is to ask questions. And when you ask questions, you have to listen for the answers. You know, not, how are you today? Oh, good, bye. off. You need to ask more specific questions. How did the weekend go? And listen for the answer and have follow-up questions. There's no point in asking questions if you're not actually going to listen to what your husband, your children, your wife, your co-worker or your neighbours are saying. What about your neighbours? We live in such a multicultural community. Are you curious about those from different backgrounds from you who are you curious about what does that food taste like? I'd really like to try that. Here, yeah, I'll give you some of this with you. you try that. Let's try. Why do you do that? That's a curious thing. Our family doesn't do it that way, but that's okay. Why, what, find out why. Why do they do it differently? What's the reason behind that? Ask spiritual questions. Why do you, se- why do you throw colors all over yourself and celebrate holy? And if, when I asked that question in India, most of the time they told me to Google it. Because <laughs> they didn't know the answer. It was their festival, their thing. They just were like, oh, we d- yeah, we've just, that's what we've always done. We just do that. They didn't really know why they did it. So asking questions is also great for eliciting spiritual conversations if you ask about why people do things, think things, say things. Being curious opens up all kinds of good relationships. But probably one of the areas that's most important to ask questions with is with God. Because, you know, God welcomes our questions. He wants you to ask questions. He, he wants you to be curious about him and to find out about him and to... Do whatever it takes to get to know him and you can ask God questions and allow him to ask you questions. When you ask God a question, you've got to listen for the answers because God listens to you when he asks you questions or when you're talking to him, he listens to you. And we're here on Father's Day and like one of the most... Profound spiritual questions you can ask about yourself and about God is how does my relationship with my earthly father affect how I see my heavenly father? And sometimes that can be obvious. If you came out of a very abusive relationship and stuff, you can go, yeah, that's really going to affect how I see God. But it can be more subtle. So, for example, for myself, I had a wonderful dad. He was a great provider. He was like the rock of Gibraltar. If you had a problem, you could go to him and he would sort it out. But he was fairly distant and aloof. We were, he wasn't an intimate dad. He, he did stuff for you. He drove me all over Sydney to play so I could play all the sport that I loved. Sport. He was, he, helped, he was very helpful and he did lots of things. But we very rarely had deep conversations. Like I listened to Dave... Sitting on there, and I don't know whether you did. Did you listen to Dave and go, I wish my dad did that? I wished I'd had that kind of relationship with my dad. I did. And I used to sit in a car for hours with my dad, but we wouldn't talk about anything. And I just realized in my, luckily early in my Christian life, but it's still something I struggle with, that that's how I viewed God. God was my rock. He was my strength. He was my redeemer. I could go to him with a problem and know he would sort it out. Um, he was a great provider. I've never, he's, I've all, and all those things. But I've really struggled with that intimacy with God of being vulnerable with him and open with him and allowing him to ask me questions and me to ask him questions. And I've had to work really hard at that. And I challenge you to think about that if you've never thought about that. How does your relationship with your earthly dad, has that affected how you see God? And sometimes it's very subtle. And that's a question that's really worth asking. God, am I really seeing you as the father that you truly are? Do I really believe that you created me, that you love me, that I'm unique and special? Do I really believe that you're interested in me, that you actually like me, that you want to hear about my day? that you want to hear about my struggles and you want to wrap me up and love me and help me get through whatever is going on, that you have made me to be victorious, that's a really good set of questions to sit down and wrestle through with God. Listen, because at the end of the day, when you ask God questions and you let God ask you questions, it actually leads to repentance. Because repentance is just literally means to rethink Yeah, to rethink and do a U turn. So in other words, go, if you're talking with God and you have that aha moment of, ah, oh, that's the way you want me to do that. Or that's yeah, I haven't forgiven that person. You're right, I need to rethink that and work that walk that journey of forgiveness. And sometimes forgiveness is a one-off thing. Often it's a journey, a continuous journey. It can take you years sometimes to get over a really damaging something that's happened to you and bring forgiveness to it, but it's a journey. Yes, so good questions and listening to God leads to repentance and turning around and changing. But if you never stop to spend that quiet time with God to ask him questions, listen for answers, hear his questions and, and have it open up your heart, then you won't do much repenting or changing. And that's what we want to see. That's our whole heart as a church, is to see you live in the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers, to hear him and to know him. And it's all done through... Questions and being curious. God, we've got this area in this world. How can we, yeah. A question that I've been asking lately is, God, there are so many people struggling with housing and through the community dinner and stuff and just people really struggling to find affordable housing. Is there a way we can do something about that? And I'm at the very beginning of that curiosity journey. How could we make a difference in that area? What could we do? And that's how we make change in the world, by finding something and starting to ask questions and saying, how can we change that? How, how can we do that? So my challenge as we come to the end is to think about questions. How are your questions? Are you a good question asker? Are you a good listener? Yeah, thanks, Annabelle. Um, yes, where are you at in this journey? So as we... Uh, Maybe you could just play for a little bit and we'll spend a few few moments just reflecting on some questions before we um, go into a time of worship at the end. But think about, are there areas in your life you need to be more curious about? Do you have neighbours from a different cultural background that maybe you could be more curious about their culture and who they are? Maybe you need to be more curious about literature or art or your children. What questions do I need to be asking? Am I listening for the answers? So just spend some time with God and just ask him about this whole area of curiosity and being questions. And then we'll, um, yeah, come up ready, Sheldon, and just sing.
0: Understand. We're going to sing Fresh Wind again. Ask God to move in our life and to work. That's one of the ways that we'll have more questions. When God is working and He's revealing Himself to us, we will, uh, yeah, we'll have more questions and our questions will be answered and we will know God more and we ought to show His love to others. So let's sing and ask God to move fresh in our hearts spirit sound. i of hell. fragrance of heaven.
1: You are the perfect Father. But our earthly fathers have not been perfect. Some have been amazing. Some have been downright horrible, Lord. But I pray for each one here that as we ask your questions and that as we ask and as we seek and as we knock, that we would learn and that you are our good, good Father and that we are the children that you love. So I pray, Father, that you'd help us to go out and be curious about your world, curious about the people that you've put in our lives, that you would help us to ask good questions and you would help us to be good listeners when the answers come, that you would develop our relationship with you, our relationship with our families and our relationship with those that we work with and live with, Lord, that we would find your truth and that we would be a part of bringing about change through asking questions and discovering things that need to be done. So we just commit this week to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for those who've joined us online. It's time for prayer online. You can hit the Ask for Prayer button and there'll be somebody there to talk with you and pray with you. Ask the prayer team to come out. This time of prayer isn't for some major, something major going in your life. This is just a time to come and say, hey, God, I'm asking questions. I'm open to you. I want a touch from you. I need your spirit. This is a time for everybody to get prayed for. So be released, but make the most of these wonderful people who are quick to pray for you. So have a great week and enjoy your Father's Day. Thanks so much for checking out this message. LifeGate Church has people meeting in person and online in many different locations, and we'd love to help you get connected. My name's Andrew, and I lead our online team here at LifeGate Church, and it's our job to do exactly that. We'd love to help you find community, get support and prayer, and take your next step. So why don't you connect with us and take your next step at lifegate.org.au and click the Next Step button.